Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. And it's Mel. Whether you're still in college and applying for an apartment for the first time, 27 and figuring your shit out after that quarter-life crisis, or in your 30s and you're starting a family, we're constantly trying to master the art of adulting. Sure, in school they teach us the history of things like technological determinism or opportunity costs, but they didn't tell us how to apply for loans or how to apply for a credit card. In this episode, you want to talk about adulting. All right, ladies, we are in our late 20s, early 30s. I want to say that we've been adulting for quite some time now. Maybe we've been struggling in some aspects, but we've been trying to figure our shit out. So what are some moments that you guys encountered or situations like, you know, in the past year or like throughout this time that you're like, shit, I'm actually adulting now. So I have one that is pretty recent and maybe relatable to a couple of people that are now adulting. So for Christmas, a bunch of us got together for a potluck and we also did a wedge, which I didn't know was uh, know what was for, for that. Yeah. What it's for? white elephant gift exchange. W-E-G. I don't know. Anyway. Wedgie. Yeah. Wedgie. Wedgie. <laughs> I was like, what are we playing? <laughs> But it's essentially when you buy a present, you wrap it, you bring it to a party. Everyone also brings a wrapped gift. You put it in the center and people pick the presents um, without knowing who bought it. And then there's also an opportunity to like steal. In any case, all of the presents this year were like household goods. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like Like I got really excited for Tupperware, which is what I ended up <laughs> with. But like there was Tupperware, there was like a neti pod. Yeah. Do you What's guys that? Like, neti like, pod is for like cleaning out your nasal passage. So it's like a health and wellness type. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, okay. So it's supposed to like flush water through like one nostril yeah. and it comes straight out the other nostril yeah, yeah. and it clears your sinuses. Yeah. Excited for that. Yeah. And I think I got like a Chrissy Teigen cooking, cooking pot, pot which I ended up with. Janet ended yeah. up with. Is it there? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, right it is. There. It's right it's there. in my kitchen. Oh, shoot. There was also, I think, like an artisanal pasta set or yeah. something like that. Dang, <laughs> like all different okay. types of pasta. But yeah, regardless, they were all kitchen and home good items. It yeah. kind of shows where our priorities have shifted, right? Like yeah. right now, like household items are really like high priority versus before. Like I think about like White Elephant. What did we used to like gift or get excited about back in high school or like college? It used to be like 
alcohol. Yeah, bottles yeah. of alcohol. I remember even like early college days for a while, if it, my guy friends would be excited over Nerf guns. And oh, that yeah, was like toys. Toys and toys. Yeah. But now it's like blenders and yeah. <laughs> cooking. Like practical things or like Tupperware things that help you organize yeah, exactly. and store. It's very strange. But I guess that's part of adulting. <laughs> yeah. Let's take it back. So when I think about adulting, um, I think about the first moments where I learned certain responsibilities. Yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but back in college, that's the first time I learned how to do laundry for the first time. So that's when you first started, like you had a moment and you're like, wow, like I'm I mean, an adult. Or like, yeah, or moments of it. Because yeah. like in my household, my mom likes to do laundry at the same time. And we never like dried our clothes with the, the drying machine because mm-hmm. that was like a waste of money, electricity. So in college, like I like, didn't know how to use that machine or even know how to like separate my colors. And I was like, I had my roommate teach me. And that was, and I'm like, oh shit, like I'm actually taking care of myself now. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how to be a semi of an adult. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was that one moment in college. I'm like, shit, I'm taking a step further to be an adult. Same for me. I think that was the first time I learned how to do laundry in college. Like every time I went to the laundry mat with mm-hmm. in, in college, Something was always going wrong in there. Like, oh, really? There'd be like bubbles overflowing or like... Your colors are wrong. Yeah. yeah it's Something turning see, pink. Exactly. You see like a basket of pink clothing. You're like, okay, I think this person just gave up on all their clothes and left it here. Right? Yeah. And it wasn't just the act of doing it, but then it's like building a habit, right? Like mm-hmm. developing how frequently you should wash your clothes because you start realizing, oh, wait, like I did I did it one time and then now it's been like a month and I have nothing to wear. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. To this day, I only do laundry if I'm, my underwear is running out. Same. That's, your, think, that's your gauge. I think a lot of people do that, no? <laughs> right? I mean, some people still like, I have friends that do laundry every weekend. Oh, yeah, no. I don't do not that. for me. I think every other weekend-ish for me. You need to buy more underwear. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Honestly, if I'm really like, <laughs> actually, moments, I, I don't know. If, oh, it's like I don't wear underwear. That's why I can't. Use that what? Game. Wait, you don't wow. wear underwear. Wait, you don't wear underwear. Yeah, I started going commando. Wait, for, what? Like, Ten years ago, maybe. What? Yeah, I mean, dude, save money on laundry. Wait, you don't have seriously? To wash this is yeah, new. it's more comfortable. I've never. I did not know this. Wait, so wait, <laughs> what? So I I gauge by how big the load gets of my because I don't like to do I don't like to feel overwhelmed with like uh, huge piles of clothes mm-hmm. so two weeks is the perfect amount where it's like just enough where I can do like one maybe two loads okay but we, can we go back to two. you not wearing underwear <laughs> you know what the hell when was this when was 10 this? years ago probably about 10 years ago yeah so longer than she's known you Damn. yeah yeah when you met her she was not wearing <laughs> underwear <laughs> oh my god I mean right now she's not, not if wearing, wearing a skirt I will wear underwear oh but if I'm wearing pants I don't know don't really Wait, where it. do you put like when you have your period where do you put your pad i wear tampons but what about the liner if you have i don't line or some i mean some, if it's a heavy flow then i'll wear underwear this conversation i've i've started 2019 i actually started wearing underwear more i don't know why 2019 it's adulting now because it's colder that helps that little piece of underwear helps that's actually funny because I think as you're, when you're like a child, like you like wear diapers and you like yeah. kind of, but then you slowly start to learn how to wear underwear. It's like, this is like the, like now that you're older, like this is your like version of adulting, putting back underwear. I'm so advanced that I just started, <laughs> <laughs> graduated totally um, out of underwear. I also Dang. like how you said in 2019, I started, that's only been like a oh, couple of days. <laughs> but for me, like I'm like Helen where if my laundry is hitting a certain point and like I don't have any underwear, yeah. there's two options I have. One. I beg someone to let me borrow the machine like Janet always lets me do. Or two, I go to Walmart or Target and get a pack of underwear. But then when I look at my lawn, like my underwear drawer. Oh, girl, but you got to wash those before you wear them. Yeah. Yeah. Nancy? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like 
We're already t- this conversation is proving that yeah, we're still learning how to adult. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we don't know how to wear underwear yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there are moments where I'm in my, my underwear drawer and I, I'm like looking at it. And I'm like, okay, I'm hitting like the baggy underwear. That means oh, the girl, oh, yeah, the that means I'm about to do laundry. <laughs> yeah. The reserves, the ones yeah. all the way in the back. <laughs> but at least now I know how to do laundry, right? Wow, I just learned a, a lot bit about Janet. <laughs> Okay, moving on to cooking. <laughs> when did you guys learn how to cook for the first time? Mm. Did you guys cook in college? College, I had a food plan. So not really. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we, I mean, it was just so easy to go downstairs to the cafeteria. And yeah. It's like close by too. And it had everything you needed. So it was more, I think, when I went to study abroad, mm. when I didn't have a, a meal plan. And then also after college, a lot of chicken and fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's true. For me, spaghetti. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I made a easy. lot of spaghetti in, in Melbourne. I started like learning basic dishes in college, but I didn't cook frequently because I also had a meal plan. But that was also when I started like dating. So you would like cook dinner with each other. Oh, no. yeah, that was but it was cool. like less frequent, not mm. like a normal thing. Nowadays, how often do you guys cook at home? I meal prep on Sundays. I kind of cook every other day, actually, though, because I meal prep a big meal for lunches for the week. And then... I keep it open-ended for dinner, so mm. that way I could have variety. So I do cook when I can, so pretty frequently. I'm someone that in college, I actually knew how to cook in high school because my mom always had me in the kitchen. Mm. So that's something I always kind of knew how to do, yeah. but I just started cooking more advanced stuff as I got older. But definitely as being an adult, your appliances change, obviously from your like white elephant story. Yeah. My roommate has a sous vide. And she had, now we have an instant pot Mm -mm. and a blender. So like all these things are like kind of more fun to use as you get older. You get more creative with recipes and stuff. Yeah. I know Helen, you like, you guys both actually have an instant pot or crock pot. I have a crock pot, which I have used a little bit more recently because it's just so easy because you can put things in, in the morning and Mm -hmm. then it's ready for you when you get home at night. But you do have to prep a little bit, like Mm -hmm. wash like the vegetables or potatoes or whatever it is that you have to put in so it takes a little bit of work but yeah it's my good. my crock pot as the ladies can see we're at my home right now is still in the box <laughs> i just i just bought it i actually i've been using the oven a lot since it's around the winter i've been roasting vegetables a lot and like sweet potatoes so i'll do that in batch form mm-hmm. and then also when i cook i do more just like i use a stove and i was gonna say a pan is that no it's not a pot but what do you what do you call a, it? a pan? Just a, a cooking pan? Like, what do you saute shit in? A pan. A pan, okay. <laughs> this, is, this is a reverse adult. I'm right not ready to investigate it. Wait, do you, guys, do you guys feel like as you've gotten older, your cooking or like skills have developed or has changed since when you were younger? I always tell people I cook for myself, but I would never subject another human being to eating. <laughs> so I'm very functional about my cooking. I actually cook, I do cook a lot, or I, I meal prep a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I assemble salads a lot. I don't know. Yeah, I do a lot of like just mixing things together. Yes. Like it'll be like turkey breast and then like some yeah. quinoa and some like black beans from a can and you just yeah. like put it all together and it's a meal. Yeah. So we're still adulting. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm still learning. I do think a change that I've noticed as I gone older is like for example like like we said cooking our money is going towards appliances now. We'll actually shell out for like a, like cro- a crock pot. Exactly. Before like I think all my money went to like buying food or like clothes. Now it's yeah. like appliances or like or you'll opt for like the more expensive pot or pan because it's better quality quality over quantity for sure this also goes into cleaning like before when i was younger i didn't want to fucking invest in a vacuum or like a swifter whatever but now it's like i need it i need a swifter and i need a vacuum yeah is it swifter or swifter Swiffer. <laughs> i say swifter too dude i say swifter oh, my boyfriend shit. always corrects me he's like where's the swifter <laughs> oh shit this episode is like really just enforced yeah. we're still learning how to adult <laughs> can't even or, say the fucking <laughs> or wear underwear <laughs> 
But like along the lines of cleaning, so what I've realized is that obviously older that we get, the more things that we've like amassed, yeah. right? And so we have so many different pieces of like clothing yeah. and like we, I, I think it wasn't until I moved out of my home and moved to Los Angeles where I was like, okay, I have a lot of shit. Yeah. Like there's so much shit in what is actually important. And now I've brought the important things over, but there's still a lot of shit. So even with like clothing, whether it's because it's like a nostalgic thing, you don't want to mm. like not have it or like, oh, one day I'm going to wear like a, a 90s costume and I need this, like this bag of clothing, where, whereas you can just have like a piece of that and that's fine. But like I save a lot of stuff and I feel like I'm kind of a hoarder, but only because it's like, yeah, I don't want to throw it away. Memories or potential. Yeah. yeah. But lately I've been trying to, trying to like really just... Over the holidays, I like gave a lot of stuff to Goodwill. Yeah. That feels good. That yeah, feels I think good. that's a good habit. To, uh, it's a good way to kind of force yourself to clean things out and then use it as a way to give things away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that helps you kind of like develop. Feel I try to do. About it. Yeah, 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 and I try to do it like on an annual or biannual basis, every mm-hmm. six months to a year. That is a good cadence to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or even just like with organizing, right? So like. I started really heavily organizing my closet where the things that you get on an airplane, like the eye masks or like mm. the, the, the earbuds or whatever, mm-hmm. like I have little bags and everything goes into a bag now. Ooh. So that, because now whenever I have like a random, like a clip or something, I'm like, oh, where the fuck do I put this? Yeah. But now there's a spot for, for a clip. It. Oh, that's yeah. nice. And if there is no spot, you create a spot. And that actually helps a lot because then if you have things that you really don't care about, you're like, oh, this doesn't fit anywhere, probably because mm-hmm. I don't care about it, and you just throw it away. Yeah, it's a good test to use. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So organizing and cleaning has definitely like taken oh, a step. I got to do that in my bathroom. As I'm yeah. giving that example, I'm like, shit, I have so many things all over the place, just shoved in the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. Well, my, I feel like my bedroom is like from the when you look at it, it's like, oh, it's so clean. But my drawers, like my like wardrobe drawer is really clean but the side table next to my bed literally open it, it's like chargers <laughs> or like a hot yes. cheeto bag that's like expired yeah. or like like chocolate cookies <laughs> i have like snacks in my drawer and then random mm. like papers that i want to keep or like usb drives or i don't know just pictures yeah. Right. yeah as you're saying that i'm thinking about the different places that i put you're, those you're, she's right? visualizing like, yes. it's it's box number one b yeah. <laughs> or five f this like reminds me of uh, everyone's watching that netflix special with the, the oh marie con Condon? yeah oh yeah. i read her book and then i cleaned after that yeah <laughs> so everyone's like cleaning now yeah. after watching that everyone's show. like stacking their socks yeah yeah, yeah. oh you really vertically uh, so that it stands yeah. i still had i still need to watch it so so her whole thing is that every piece of article of clothing you can fold it like three times and it should be able to stand on its own including socks and so when you store it in a place you know how sometimes you stack clothing on top of each other like shirts or pants yeah so her way is to like flip it Mm. so that you can actually see everything that's in your drawers without having to like pull it from underneath that's true oh shit i should do i feel like that's probably because in stores that's how we see how Mm. clothes should be folded and so we we bring that back into our own closets but yeah it's true it's not very really functional yeah. yeah her main thing is about like what sparks joy like, oh yeah in mm. your closet and keep those things yeah. like you you pick up something and you hold it and you're like does this spark joy does this make me go mm? <laughs> <laughs> but helen everything does so especially <laughs> everything <laughs> All right, so we talked about cleaning. That's something we gotten better with as we gotten older, I hope. Helen's still again there. Yo, it is good now. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I feel like I had to learn was apartment hunting, right? Because mm. in college, I lived in the dorms, and then I had to like move into an apartment. I had no idea how that process was. 
right? And I feel like that moment has definitely taught me a lot now in my 20s, living in Los Angeles, finding an apartment. I didn't know anything like showing proof of income or any of that stuff, Yeah, the right? process of and applying. Then, exactly. Yeah. And I didn't realize like how quick the turnaround time is to lock down a place. Like mm. literally if you're apartment hunting, you got to find a place. And if you like it, you got to submit the application now. Right. Places go left and right so easily. And what the difference is between, are you signing a lease? Is it six months? Is it one year? Is um, it month to month? month? Yeah. And like there's there's questions now in my 20s I know what I know to ask versus when I was younger. Like in LA I had to ask, okay, so what bills do you guys cover? Do you guys, do you guys mm-hmm. cover the water bill, the electricity, electric bill? Yeah. Is there a certain provider you guys recommend? Or do you guys, do you guys have cockroaches? Because I didn't know yeah. that in my first mm-hmm. apartment. Is there a like washer and laundry in mm-hmm. unit? What's the maintenance process like? These little things I had to ask before applying or moving in. Because like you don't want to be fucked over when you move in. You're like, oh shit, I didn't know you didn't provide that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like what are the best practices for deposit? Like mm-hmm. how much do you have to put down? Then you have to know how much money you need to have for a certain time. But I think even also the paperwork. Like making sure like I know how to have my W-2 form or like proof of income. Proof of income. And mm-hmm. um, you also need renter's insurance. But yeah. some places yeah. do. The more you know, the knowledge you build out throughout the years, it's quicker for you to lock down a place that you really want. Yeah. To have. Also just adulting, like learning to live with other adults, right? When you have roommates, yeah. how do you communicate? Dealing with like shared habits mm-hmm. or not shared habits. Because in college you usually have roommates, but now it's like strangers. Yeah. Mm. Who have different exactly. jobs and different, you know. So I, I went on Craigslist a lot mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. find to find different places. But it was more about like finding a roommate first. Mm. And then once, so I like put it out on Facebook and said, oh, I'm moving to LA. Does anyone know anyone there that needs a place? And it just so happens that my first roommate, she was moving from from Atlanta. So she ended up being there like pretty much a week after me. And we were like, okay, let's just be roommates. And actually that turned out really, really well. Same age, same like interests and Mm -hmm. all of that. But yeah, I was there first. So I was the one that was apartment hopping and shopping. And it was more just like we knew the area we wanted to be in. So we mm-hmm. knew we wanted to be in Little Tokyo or in Los Angeles. And then it was just a matter of like looking at the apartments that were there and yeah. seeing what their like monthly rent was, that they had availability going mm-hmm. to actually look at it by myself. And that was kind of weird. I'm like, oh, I need to set up schedules with these people and yeah. like actually yeah. look at these places and take pictures and all that. Like, can I take pictures? Yeah. <laughs> so that whole process was pretty like nerve wracking because it I had to find a place mm-hmm. so that by the time she was there also she had a place to live yeah um, it's a lot of pressure but that's is, definitely yeah. part of adulting mm-hmm. just like knowing how to find a place and like locking it down and signing a piece of paper where you're like yes i will pay you this much this much money yeah. <laughs> like, holy yeah. shit. i think that's yeah. one reason why like i get so much anxiety from apartment hunting i'm so happy that i finally found a place that i could just be like all right i'm done i'm not gonna move out until like i don't know get married or something because I didn't move every year ever since living in LA. This is the first year I didn't have to move out. Mm. I'm like, dude, that's just fucking tiring. It yeah. is. Yeah. But and I think, expensive too. Yeah. Getting all the moving yeah. companies and all that. Exactly. Well, Helen, you brought up a good point. Like now you're dealing with roommates, right? Like learning how to verbalize. These are my living habits. Like what are mm. yours? Be really upfront. Because like what if your roommate is like a night owl and you like, like to sleep early at a certain time or like you like having people over. Like that's one thing I had to learn because I think when I first moved to LA... I was definitely more extroverted and like having friends come over and spend the night on the weekends. And I think my first roommate kind of was more introverted, didn't like that. And so we kind of butt ahead sometimes. Mm-hmm. But now that I know that side of myself, like my current roommate, she's like more open to it. So it seems a little more easy for her, for me to live with her. So it's like knowing your preferences and your habits and then finding either like someone who's compatible with that mm-hmm. or if they're not, then you guys properly communicate and respect each other for that. Exactly. Just having open communication. 
So speaking of communicating with your roommates, communication in general with all of your relationships as you get older is a form of adulting, right? Like having serious and direct conversations with people. Do ladies have any experiences or things that you can share along those lines? Naturally, as you get older, you can become more sure of yourself through experiences and your encounters with people. So I do notice that as I get older, I am not afraid to voice what I feel about mm-hmm. certain things, whether that's in a like, romantic relationship or with like my family, with my friends. But that becomes with time and experience. So I do think my communication has been more open as I've gotten older. Because I don't like having like passive aggressiveness with people or like, well, and I'd rather be more upfront because I don't like tension or conflict. So mm-hmm. I think that becomes more... That's a skill you develop as you get older. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I think more so in the past, I was more of like a chameleon with my personality Mm -hmm. where it's it's really reflective of how other people are, like their behaviors or how Mm -hmm. I think they'd want like relationship with someone Mm -hmm. so it it was definitely more just like more passive with things now though like you said mel the older you get the more just assured you are of what your needs are and if some people are toxic in your life you'll just not have them there yeah but there are times where there are toxic people that you need to confront right Mm -hmm. because if they end up just being in your life out of just like circumstance or mutual friends Mm -hmm. or whatever they're going to be there So I think in the recent past, I've had a very good conversation with someone who was somewhat of like a negative cloud in my mind um, and vice versa too. But it turns out to just have been like either miscommunication or like misjudgments or whatever it was. And that feels really good to just let it out all on on the table Mm -hmm. as like weird and awkward as that conversation is. But now being able to go forward and be like, hey, like I want to see you at these places. Like there's no negative energy between us anymore. No, that it takes a great amount of emotional maturity of yourself and then also empathy for another person Mm -hmm. to be able to have that. So definitely a type of adulting for sure. Yeah. And then for Janet, I know like Janet's really upfront when she goes on these dates with men and sometimes Oh, dating. Yeah. Yeah. I think it actually plays out in like romantic relationships as well. Like you're so mature. She is. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm not gonna lie. So Janet totally tells us about like her stories where she, you know, she'll go on dates with guys and hey, there's no romantic feelings on her end or on the guys end and she is so upfront about it. Right. Well, to be fair, I'm also seeing older guys and a lot of them are like, it's a, I'm kind of reciprocating to or learning from them too I've, I've had actually a pretty recent experience where I was like wow that guy was really direct and mature and nice and like it feels like ghosting was something of like you know that's how people dated like five years ago yeah or a month ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I think about yeah only like last year or so in dating and how you don't you kind of like you worry so much about hurting someone's feelings mm-hmm. and stuff and now you know I think that maybe it's also the age group of people I'm dating in your mid-30s there isn't there's more confidence and you don't take things personally yeah. so you, mm-hmm. you to say like hey I'm not really interested in pursuing anything further you it's it's comfortable to have that conversation that's true are you doing that Mel <laughs> In your, in your dating apps, in your dating world? Well, let's, I haven't had to get to that point yet, but in the future, I'll learn from Janet and the stories. <laughs> I, 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 got some, I got some template text messages yeah. for you. <laughs> I think, what, what you just said, I'm like pretty sure I read word for word. Like, I'm not interested in pursuing something for you. <laughs> Hi, Blake. I have not, please send my Wait, My name's not Blake. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> Change the name out. <laughs> but I think a reason why people struggle with open communication, because I still to this day, I, even though I'm getting better at it, I struggle with it because like the whole Asian guilt thing. Like you don't want to feel like you're upsetting someone by yeah, like yeah. sharing yeah. like how you like how you feel about something. But I think the more you're genuine with yourself and open with how you really feel, I think you will feel more at ease. Yes. Yeah. 
as you get older. And sometimes I think it is an adulting thing when things that we don't think are troubling us, right? We try to like hide or mm. put it in the back of our, our minds and we say that, oh, that's not eating up my mental space. It mm. actually is. And I think it's not until that gets cleared up which would take a form of adulting and confrontation mm-hmm. and all that, then there you end up with like this this like peace that you didn't realize yeah. that you needed. Yeah. So it's a lot of like personal, I guess it's like a, what do you call that? Like an increased sense of self-awareness. That is a form of adulting for sure. And it's very attractive in men. I'm sorry, Scoop. <laughs> I mean, it is. If and you women. are a self-aware man, you know, <laughs> <with> AsianBossGirlGmail.com. <laughs> Janet always has this voice when she's like <laughs> trying to address the guys up. <laughs> she's like, like, oh well i'm not wearing underwears and if you're not you'll get a template or response yeah (laughs) auto reply so one thing that i've noticed Um, that has changed significantly in my life since college is are my weekend activities and my nighttime activities. Weekend activities is usually cafe hopping and like doing more work or (laughs) or even like meetings for ABG or whatever it is. So it's not a lot of like leisure activity anymore, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is leisurely to be with you guys, but it's still like considered. You're like doing things. Yeah, like work, like tasks, like filling out these tasks, right? Also at night, I've recently started playing a lot of Catan a lot of Catan. <laughs> so I'd rather do that sometimes, like on a Friday night, than go out, go out and yeah. drink and party. I am adulting. Yeah, That's and like even grandma's dad. Yeah. <laughs> and even when we do go out, it tends to be more like of a lounge versus, say, like a club and smaller groups of people now, I feel like. Yeah, yeah more nights in. We used to have, I think we used to go to clubs a lot more when we first mm-hmm. went to LA. Like Fridays and Saturdays. <laughs> we used to do two nights. Now we only for do sure. once yeah. a night. Because physically, weekend. it's hard to keep up. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But we do have those rare weekends where we like have a bunch of back-to-back events. But we're like exhausted yeah. by Sunday. By Sunday, it's like, no, we can't record today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, today we went to yoga, a nice like 10 a.m. yoga class or so. Yeah. So, that's adult. <laughs> adulting. <laughs> It's funny you mentioned Catan because I remember like so clearly in my mind, I was like 20, I think I was 24 and I just moved to LA and I remember saying to my friends and myself like, oh my God, I can't believe people just want to play board games. Like that sounds so boring. Like I, I want to be going out until I'm like 30, like in my late 30s. I'm going to be that person. But now I'm hitting like, I'm about to be 28. Yeah, I, you're, you're feeling it. Yeah, I was like, you know what? A game night sounds really nice right now. I think and you're like a glass of wine. It might also be because you, you're you hanging out with like slightly older people. Maybe. So. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what it is too? It's like I'm honestly just becoming a little more introverted naturally. I'm, ex- yeah. I'm more tired now. So I'd rather do something more low-key than like get like fucked up and like go on the weekends. Yeah. But I think also LA as a 24-year-old, it's actually very different for me as a 28, 27-year-old because the places I would go now, like everyone there is like my little brother's age who's like 21. So I feel a little more out of place at those like like right 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 yeah you know? I mean you ask people for their license so you can yeah. confer- <laughs> confirm their age yeah See, <laughs> I mean that's another difference like when I was younger I used to like I mean that wasn't something you thought of or you needed no to I didn't yeah, think yeah. about that or like when I would go out like it was fun to like kind of like maybe get drinks from guys I'm not gonna lie like I used to do that but now it's like I would much rather buy my own drink yeah, yeah. and not have to like you know yeah mooch for a drink I guess <laughs> I know I noticed that from like from Janet like she does not 
I, just, I, I guys, stopped looking for people like totally. five years ago because I, I aged out of that. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm just going to buy my own drink and I'm not going to like buy other guys to buy it for me because I can do it myself. Independent mm-hmm. woman. Yes. <laughs> Adult. But Mel, you, you did mention like you feel like as you're getting older, you're getting a little bit more introverted. I am. Right. And I've heard that from multiple friends that as they got, they're like, oh, I, you know, like I'm a real big people person, but it's like, as I get older, mm-hmm. I feel like I need more time to myself. Oh yeah. yeah. I think um, as you get older, self-care is such a huge thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have like a daily nighttime routine. Yeah, I do on the weekends mm. now too. Like even last night, I'd come home. I had to light a candle in my room, so the scent like it's kind of. Wow. I do that too. I love candles. Yeah, now. yeah. Candles is something I actually buy now. Before mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a waste of money. What is that <laughs> yeah. for? No, it's just like a one little thing that you could do to like set your mood to yeah. like calm down and wind down mm, from the night. Yeah. I also wonder if like if people who are naturally just more extroverted like if you're if you've exerted that much energy mm-hmm. all throughout to like 30 like you should be tired by yeah, now right? like you should be a little bit more <laughs> introverted now <laughs> I think it's because I don't know about you Helen but for my job like the fact that it requires more of my extrovert qualities yeah. by the time I'm home like yeah I don't want I can't even talk yeah like there are times that we record after work and all of us are just like <laughs> speaking of like nighttime or like weekend activities my Sundays now are dedicated to, like, errands. Yeah. Like, whether it's, like, grocery shopping for two hours, getting my oil changed, or, like, something has to be fixed, or I have to do a run for something. Yeah. My Sundays don't feel like a weekend anymore because I'm prepping for the week or the work week. Grocery shopping for me used to be just going with my mom and picking out, like, Pocky sticks. Oh. <laughs> but now it's, like, you have to know what to buy. Exactly. Like, when you pick corn, like, do you know how to pick corn? Mm. You, you pull off the top a little bit oh, and yeah. see if the kernels are, like, big. Ripen. And ripen. <laughs> <laughs> if they're, like, little and small, then yeah. the whole thing is going to suck. No, I still buy canned corn, so I don't know. <laughs> But that's no, it's true though. For me, I compare prices for groceries now. Like, mm. oh, HMR is a little bit cheaper than, right, right. than Trader Joe's right now. So I'm like, you know, there. you know where to go for what. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you have like spices now too, right? Have a, yeah. yeah. I have a shit ton of spices. Yeah. yeah. Spices, sauces, seasonings. Before it was like salt and pepper. Yeah. <laughs> what if, what if you went to a guy's house that you were dating and he only had salt and pepper? Ooh. I have two thoughts. I mean, okay, I could go either way. One, wow, you are very minimalist. Okay. <laughs> two. What the fuck is everything? <laughs> or you order out all the time and you don't know how to cook. Y- yeah. Mm. That's a tip for guys. Make sure you have a stacked yeah. salt or not <laughs> spice, salt rack. spice rack. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't know. Okay, this is a question directed to Janet. Do you feel like now that like we're both dating and the we are? Feel- I'm- <laughs> okay, we're not. Okay. Okay, I don't want to say it that way, but we're trying to date. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. But, like, now that the weekends are, they feel so limited, like, going mm. on dates on weekends, it's kind of like, do I really oh, want to do like that? Oh, that's like a, yeah, Maybe? yeah. Your weekend is a more high-value day yeah, of the week. So exactly. are you going to give it away for a date? I will do more, like, coffees, because then that's not, like, a meal is, like, a more of a, a time commitment, right? But yeah. coffee you could do in, like, an hour. I, yeah, and I think it's, like, I think it says a lot, like, if I want to go on a weekend date with you, yeah, maybe I'm, like, a little mm. more interested than I come off. Right, right. Just a little t- tip. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tip. <laughs> I think one thing that I've started to also do is consume a lot more news, mm-hmm. but in mm. a way that fits into my schedule. So I think before 
before I didn't really, I used to be like, oh, how do you know that? Like, where do you get this information yeah. from? You know, like I don't watch a lot of TV. So are you watching TV nightly at 10 o'clock? Like what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> but now what I do is like, I have a skim in the morning. The mm-hmm. skim is a newsletter that I think is, is a really good way to summarize the news from the day before. And then I listen while, while I'm brushing my teeth, I listen to NPR's Up First. Me too. And then at nighttime, right after I get out of the shower, I turn on my YouTube and I watch like Stephen Colbert and I watch mm. Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and I like catch up on that news. So oh. those three things combined, like pop culture. it really yeah. does just like, and it, and it fits into your, my schedule without me having to like sit there and like watch TV. I'm just doing it while I'm doing other things. Yeah, Helen definitely inspired me to like get into NPR at first. I alternate between that and Oprah in the mornings now mm. for my podcast when I wake up. But at first is great because literally it's like a 10 minute like yeah. update mm-hmm. of what's going on. It, and you feel like you're not taking too much time out of your day to listen. Yeah. One thing I noticed too, Helen, I think it's great you built that routine into like your daily life because when we were traveling in Asia in 2016, I think we felt so like you felt so disconnected to like what's going on in the US that you literally on the way to like different stops in Taiwan, you would listen to NPR. Yeah. Like on just on the bus ride. As a like, way oh. to keep in. But it's also yeah. that's really like that's amazing because then you still want to be in the know. But you know, with moments like voting come like the elections. The elections come, coming yeah. up, you wanna be aware of what's going on within yeah. like your county mm-hmm. and like in the country so that way you could make a like a well informed decision. decision. Exactly. Yeah. I think when we were in Japan, when we were in Asia, that's right after Trump got elected. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember that felt like an escape going to Japan. Uh, and after a while it's like, okay, no news. This is good. And then I was like, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah. It's like yeah, the country yeah. all like totally burning down. Like, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> so these are great tips for you guys if you want to be in the know what's going on in politics or, you know, in pop culture or in, or in what's going on in the world. Another actually show I found on Netflix is The Patriot Act. Oh, Hassan Minhaj. I love Hassan yeah. Minhaj. He's like, he's, good. he's a little hunky. But uh, <laughs> he just, he, the way he delivers news is so um, digestible that I really highly recommend that mm. show as well. How about uh, doctor's appointments? That's some, like kind of doing your annual visits, getting in your dental cleanings every, is it six months? I don't know. Yeah, you should do it twice a year twice to a year. A, at least a year for a, a tip. A tip for to help kind of remember because things that happen only once a year can get really, we forget, right? Mm-hmm. Set it up either close to your birthday or to the beginning of the year. So then that every single time it's like the new year or near your birthday, you know that that's the time that you should do all your doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. I'm and still I like a child with that then. I'm not adulting because I don't <laughs> have a good schedule at all. Or it means you're really healthy and you're not getting sick to... Oh, or... Uh, <laughs> hey, Helen's currently sick right now. <laughs> I feel like every time we record, I'm sick. <laughs> Wait, when's the last time you got like a like a checkup? I can't even tell you. <laughs> like a physical checkup? Yeah. <laughs> or what about... I mean, for women, I think the... Maybe Never less grams. than... Yeah, or yeah. less than the, the family doctor. It's like the gynecologist mm-hmm. visit. The annual. That's true. Yeah. That's true. No, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't start getting into the doctor's appointments until like I had to get birth control and I was like, oh shit, I should have well get a checkup. But yeah. this is like two years ago, so. I know. I think we're naturally because in general we're pretty healthy adults so we're more like reactive right versus right. only when something goes long yeah wrong yeah so okay i'll make an appointment <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie my mom still reminds me for my dental appointment because I, I did my, my i get my teeth checked back at home so she's like i'm like i'm coming home and she goes do you want me to set up a dentist appointment for you? I'm like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> I still see my family dentist. I do too. Yeah, right? back in Boston. So it just makes, oh, it, it makes more sense when I just do back home. Yeah. So I associate back home with getting my, my teeth checked. <laughs> Decorating your place, right? Like having plants mm. and keeping plants alive. alive. It, yeah, and then when they die, you're like, oh my God, what if I have kids? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't take care of a plant right now. That's why everything that's in my house is a fake plant. <laughs> <laughs> Have some fake kids. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dolls. Practice with dolls. 
I do have a stuffed dog that I carry like a baby. Okay, anyway, so. <laughs> no, but I think you're right. I should, like, adulting is, like, decorating, like, interior design. And I'm yeah. willing to invest in that. Yeah, It's yeah. something I'm, like, kind of, like, teetering on. Like, oh. Yeah. That's true. I do. I feel like there was a moment of adulting when I like graduated from Ikea to like West Elm or yeah, you know, yeah. willing to spend a little bit more for the higher quality because you want it to last longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a $500 mirror. Who the fuck would think you would need a $500 mirror? <laughs> right? But yeah, they, the nice ones cost that yeah. much. <laughs> we're looking at my mirror. <laughs> I know, we're li- I'm like staring at Janice's mirror. Where's that I think from? that one is at, that one is West Elm. It was not 500 I got it on discount though. West Elm has nice sales. I think that was maybe like two, three hundred. That's still yeah, a lot for a mirror. It is. Holy it's still, shit. I mean, I just yeah. spent a hundred dollars on a rug and I feel like shit. <laughs> this past year was the first year I really started decorating my room and my apartment mm-hmm. because it finally felt like some place I could settle into. In the beginning, when you first move somewhere, you're like, I need to just like move apartment to apartment and like slowly just like make ends meet versus like, this is a place I really want to build something and yeah. you know, yourself. That's like, actually, literally build something. That's very true. Yeah. When I was in like little Tokyo, I knew I'd be moving the next year once yeah. your lease is up and then santa monica i was like okay all i need is really like shelves for my stuff but yeah. why put in the effort of like decorating yeah when yeah so my living room so we had two floors in my living room the first floor was like there was nothing there yeah. like one table and that's it and then yeah, we had couch. a couch that's wow. it but we didn't have, even have like a tv set up down there mm. i don't think hey, where'd you eat dinner on at the table at the dining table oh, yeah, which was like an ikea table it's just one of those like big boards with like four legs you can mm, you screw yeah, in. Yeah, it's just yeah. Your basic it was, it was just so transient, right? Like yep. you're only gonna be there for a short time. Exactly. Then, yeah. yeah. Some people come over. They'll be like, "Uh, are you using this living room?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of just need to go to my room, and that's it. I'm actually this year. Me and my roommate were like, "Let's decorate our living room now," because I always had the habit of just going straight to my bedroom. Cause, yeah. Like yeah. that's what I want to do. But I was like, you know what? I think if we made the living room more livable and more homey, we'll actually want to spend more time there. Yeah, that's true. So that's one of our roommate goals is to like make our living space a little bit more cozy that's good so you guys could come over one day okay (laughs) (laughs) we usually go to your bedroom yeah we do (laughs) i don't even have any place for you guys to sit in there like oh you guys go sit in my bed (laughs) eat up your bed (laughs) totally did that so we lightly talked about you know like physical well-being or mental health i noticed because in college everyone knows that i didn't do shit like i didn't like to work out i hated going to the gym i like to eat a lot but now, like, I really care about what I put in my body, like, what I'm eating. I try to eat more healthier and, like, more fresh vegetables and raw vegetables. And I try to go to the gym now not to, like, look sexy, but, like, just to, like, make sure, like, I'm taking care of my body. Yeah. I did not give a crap about that, like, five years ago. But now I feel like I have to. I know, like, recently, Helen, didn't you pull something? <laughs> pull something? I don't know. Pull something out of a hat. No. <laughs> so I pulled my shoulder recently. It's, like, my, the back, my back shoulder neck area but and janet thought it was from volleyball or some high intensity (laughs) sport no i was at work and i just had a deep stretch and then i like pulled my muscle very badly i didn't know that was possible that was the first time that ever happened and i was just like wow i am now adulting slash old (laughs) (laughs) no i've definitely like i started having to be conscious of like finding alternative ways of cardio because i've been running for the last couple of years but i'm starting to feel like my joints are like starting to hurt a little bit so yikes that is something yikes yeah or even just like yeah what you put into your body like i know a lot of people are now more conscious of like drinking mm-hmm. and yeah, how yeah. the next day you're just not going to be productive as productive yes. and so cutting that down and also the calorie intake and metabolism will eventually slow down a lot yeah. more and we're all aware of that so yeah yeah eating healthier is definitely up there 
Oh, yeah. And then for women, too, it's like if we want to have kids pretty like sometime in the next couple of years, like that is a thing to think about, right? Like how do you want to take care of yourself because you're going to be growing another a human in yeah. your body. And I hear it's also when you're more fit, it's a lot easier for your pregnancy. Yeah. Too. The labor process as well. I, I, Can I, you I imagine mentioned. like squeezing that hard? No. Core, <laughs> core strength. <Yeah. laughs> Push from your face. Yeah. That's Kathy, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know if this is off topic, but I remember back in elementary school, you learned about like, you know, the pyramid of food and like what the food groups do for you, right? I didn't care. When when I was younger, I didn't really understand like, oh yeah, eat like a full plate of food, like hit every food group, right? Mm -hmm. But now that my body's reacting certain ways, like I'm like, okay, no lie. What if I'm more constipated one day or like whatever? Mm. I'm like, I feel like more tired. I'm like, okay, shit, I need more fiber in my body. So now when I grocery Ah. shop, I specifically buy things that I know will help my body digest or like... Just high fiber work. exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why i'm always buying pears and like black beans and shit <laughs> <laughs> random categories of food <laughs> wait are those high in fiber like i mean black, black beans, beans are high in yeah. black beans are high in and fiber. protein and protein yeah, yeah. but pears pears <laughs> i i, 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 I think i i mean, high water content i yeah. guess there's a, reason I why I'm, there's a reason why i'm eating pears more i don't know why Actually, I was going to say in terms of taking care of your body, the thing that as you get older, it's like along the topic of self-awareness too, Mm -hmm. right? Because what is healthy for one person is not necessarily healthy or optimal for another person. So that's something like I know everyone said like, oh, high carb diet is like bad, bad. And recently I feel like I, my body actually, I do better on higher carb and lower fat and lower protein. So just doing where you're experimenting, like where you said, okay, I feel like I need more fiber in my diet. So kind of just being more aware for yourself and, and not also, just listening to fads and things like that. Mm-hmm. I just Google it. Pears are high in fiber. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mel, you are, you're doing, you're doing your body justice. I mean, yeah, if I'm on the toilet for 30 minutes and nothing happens, <laughs> I got to do something about that shit. So that wraps today's episode where we covered a handful of topics on adulting. We know there's so much more, so maybe we could do a part two. If you guys have any topics you'd like to share with us or you want us to cover, you can write us at asianbossgirl at gmail.com. And before we sign off, we have some very exciting news to share. LA will be hosting our first ever meetup in our hometown. Yes, it's going to be, we're going to be in downtown LA, February 2nd. It's a Saturday and it will be around 7 or 8 p.m. So Look out for details on our Instagram. We'll have more information there. Yes. Save the date for us, please. Also, for this episode, if you have any stories about adulting, moments where you thought to yourself, oh my God, this is so weird, I'm becoming an adult, similar to our wedgie story, our white elephant story, or any of our other stories shared, leave us a comment on our Instagram or send us an email, DM us, whatever it is. We would love to see those. And you can find us on social media at Asian Boss Girl on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, all of the podcasting platforms. Subscribe, leave us a rating and a review. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye! Bye.